0: the ambulances to drive to Stellenbosch at least let them at least be on their way to Stellies, and and then we'll, we'll figure we'll out we'll how figure to it, we'll figure it out locate me yeah and what was concerning me is that she was overly relaxed and then she asked me a question that really made me worry mm. she says did you call here this morning is this a prank call and that's when I'm like I'm finished I was like I'm finished I'm actually going to die here And even though I had hope of actually making it you know so she says to me is this a prank call did you call here this morning etc etc this is not a joke I'm telling her woman I am going to die if you do not help me I'm going to die if you don't help me she's okay 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 let me just hang on she puts the phone down or she puts me on hold or whatever mm. and then she is away and then eventually she gets back and she says what did you say the name of the places can you can you spell that for me you know, uh, what, how are you contacting me, etc. Do you have any injuries? I'm telling the woman, I can't even pick up my phone. Um, you're, I'm speaking to your loudspeaker. Um, I've got injuries, but I can't exactly tell where or what. what uh, you know, I've, I've fallen off the cliff. I need you to come and help me. I need you to come and help me. Just get people to come out to Jiyong and then eventually she tells me look we can't find the place. we uh, 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 she, I can't exactly remember what she was saying but she basically she was telling me that there was an issue she couldn't get to where I was yeah so I told her okay you know what take these numbers down you call these people these people will you guys can talk because here's the thing I also did not know how my, how my battery was yeah I didn't know where my where I was sitting battery wise you know my phone could die I could pass out mm. So I I gave a Simon's number and don't ask me how, but I know people's numbers off by heart. That's another thing that also. Guys, do. please learn <laughs> at least one person's number. Flip, man. Yeah, I know oh. I know people's numbers off by heart, and I think just being a maths guy, maybe I yeah I was just good with numbers since I was a kid. Yeah. You know dates and numbers and and phone numbers and number plates and stuff. Those are just things that. I've just always had the ability to remember. Mm. And Simon's number, I just knew it. So I okay. just give this woman the number and she's even more suspicious now. She's like, how do you know these numbers off the top of your head? <laughs> anyway, I tell her, take these numbers, phone these people. They will at least be able to, they'll know exactly where I am. Or at yeah. least they'll be able to give you. a you know? rough. So I thought to myself, you know what? I should actually give her the number of the company I worked for at the time. They could at least vouch for, they could at least, they, they would at least know where to take on the, 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 take the matter, how to take the matter forward. Yeah because um, no, And I thought about my parents But there's no point Giving my parents Number all the way In the Eastern Cape that's, I mean my parents are just going to yeah, panic the, the Panic and confusion Yeah you know? That's not going to help So They eventually They called Tried Simon Simon wasn't picking up His phone As usual <laughs> And um, Yeah So eventually well, They got through To one of the people And they, what they did They put everyone On a conference call and there's a guy, Dave, is a guy that he studied in Celenbosh and he's the one who actually knows that mountain very well. So okay. eventually I asked to be put in I asked for him on the phone. I spoke to him and as I was speaking to him, they were using that information to come and try and find me. Mm. And Dave, I mean, you know, avid mountain biker, um, or avid cyclist rather, and he I, you know, I, I explained as much as I could. I was like, Look, I remember seeing the river or the dam, rather. I, I remember seeing the dam. That's the last thing I saw. It was on my left-hand side. It was appearing around the mountain as I was going around, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. And I was, apparently I was giving him weird instructions. Like, when you're at the gate, go to the restaurant over there, get the, the tin of jam, get, a, get an <laughs> empty tin of jam, tie it to your bike with a string so that as you're riding, I can actually hear you. Because yeah. here's the thing, I, I also was losing, I, I couldn't hear yeah. anything. I yeah. couldn't hear anything, right? Yeah. So I needed to be able to hear when he was at least coming by. And what time is this? This is, I I estimate that I fell around half past three in the afternoon. Mm. Um, by the time I actually got out of there, it was like seven-ish. Going to half past six, going to seven. So
1: when you when you make the call, what time is it?
0: Maybe about 45 minutes after. So okay. maybe quarter past four, maybe half past four. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you get on the conference call. You're, you're telling Dave yeah. these things. They're on the call too. Yeah. Listening, they, on yeah. their way, blah, blah. Okay.
0: And then Dave eventually gets to me. Yeah, um, I can hear him. He's calling out my name. I'm calling him back. He's like, "Okay," he tells me, Dude, "You're too far down. Let me, I'll come back. Let me go get help. I'll come back." I'm like, "Dave, don't leave me here. Do not leave me here. Come here. Come down now." Wait, wait. Is this on the phone. No, no, no. He eventually finds me. Oh, he found you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he okay. He finds him. So, David's one. David Watson. Shout out to that guy. He finds me, or he sees my bike. Anyway, yeah. Or he hears me. Comes to the edge. Sees the bike down there. And he's like okay i see your bike but i can't see you where are you so i told him to the from the bike come to the right towards the right further down towards the right He's so like cool he's like look jj let me go get help i'll come back we need to like some figure out a way of how to pull you out of there mm-hmm. i'm like dave just hike down here come on i need you here come down and he's like okay fine so he gets off his bike I can hear him trying to get through. count trying to get... Does he have down. a harness or something? It was just No, clean. nothing. Clean clean hiking and holding onto to bushes, eh?
1: So what's the idea if he gets to you? How
0: is he going to pull you out of there? No, no, no. It's impossible. Okay. Impossible. All right. So he gets to me and I... Oh, he, t- get, he gets to you. Okay. He gets to me eventually and I tell him, Dave, and he's like literally looking at me like swearing every word in the... You know, he's like, dude, like, I can't believe this. And I'm like trying to I'm trying to calm him down yeah and I'm like Dave I need you to pull my leg out from where it is I was dying and he says to me I'm not touching you I'm like Dave pull my leg out and he's like I told him listen I'm probably broken anyway just pull it what's another breakage what's another (laughs) breakage just pull the thing he pulls my leg he pulls my leg out and I felt such a sense of relief but at the same time, he was so disgusted with what he had seen or was seeing or whatever. He starts feeling lightheaded. Mm-hmm. He's lying down as well. He's not feeling well. He's like, I'm like, Dave, I come now. You need to buck up. You need to figure out how we're going to get out of here. I need to phone guys. Keep on calling. Call these 911 people. Does he have network? I don't even know. To be honest, at that point, I didn't know. I was also, at that point, I think once I'd been found, I was sort of in and out of not consciousness per se but i was you know you can imagine the exhaustion the pain etc and mentally too dude yeah just the mental but funny enough i was i was i was i was keeping it together surprisingly and um mountain rangers came eventually Mm. and two colored guys i mean god bless them but they were not helping my situation (laughs) i hope you have medical aid Can you feel your legs, bro? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> this is like 50 20 meter drop, bro. Oh man. No, no, no. Those guys were like not oh, they were making man. me feel dead. Oh man. And they were like looking over me, sweating all over me. Yeah, it was it was special. It was special. And they're like they're asking, "Do you know if he's a medical aid?" And they're like, "Yeah, he must be. He must be medical aid." And they were like, "Dude, this guy is like he's messed up. He's messed up." and yeah no, they and they sat there and just gave me chats the whole time but for the most part i was like do you guys have painkillers they put a harness around my gave me a neck a harness for my neck mm. but um for the most part they just sat and joined me for the waiting period and then simon came and you know people would come to simon thomas dave and then these two mountain rangers and those were the guys that really waited through for me yeah and you know, bringing water when they brought water dave needed water first <laughs> <laughs> And I kept asking my like, guys, "How far? Where's the, where's the ambulance? Like I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting faint. I'm like, you know, eventually so, so they,
1: they're on the road though. They yeah. didn't come yeah. down, like oh. Simon and them.
0: No, no, Simon and them came. They, oh, hiked they actually down okay. Simon and them hiked down. Simon actually started clearing away mm-hmm. because he was trying to figure out exactly how they were going to get me out. Okay. So he started clearing a, a hiking trail, like sort of for d- down there. And by the time the guys arrived, they brought that capsule. You know, the same one they use on on the rugby in the rugby games when they. When someone said, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah same capsules put me in there, um, man, that was painful. That was just that was tragic. These guys are hiking with me in a in a capsule, and they're walking, you know, up the that's taking me down and then back up all the and then back up to a certain point where they where they, where they, where I could access the ambulance. It was excruciating, absolutely excruciating. Mm. and um, I remember them doing, like, checks for my finger breakers. They did, like, some damage checks, and then they took me up. They s- strapped me into the into the ambulance, and when, I st- when the ambulance started moving, I was just mm. feeling my pelvis just opening up, you know, like, with every bump. Mm. I just couldn't do it. I told the guy, stop. They are like, don't worry, we're almost there. I'm like, no, 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 no. They, they, said, couldn't, they didn't give you any morphine or anything. Nothing. I'm like, stop mm. the vehicle. I just can't. I can't. I'm like, there's something wrong with my pelvis. I just, it, the pain is too much. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. They opened up. They lifted me up. They put a, a sheet underneath and they, under under my butt. And they basically tied it just to bring my pelvis together. I asked this guy. I'm like, how old are you? He tells me he's 27. <laughs> I'm looking at this guy. I'm thinking, my life is in the hands of a like, 27-year-old. I'm like, people, I need like people from 40 plus, please. <laughs> I'm like, no. No and if, i mean for the first time i was actually i actually felt like i was judging people yeah and that's because my life was but fair it, enough. My, yeah my life depended on I mean, right enough. Right? And, yeah. I, and i just don't think i'm that kind of guy and um they take me to stellenbosch medic they gave me morphine or they gave me something um i get to stellenbosch medic clinic and i'm thinking i mean stellenbosch is like one of the best medical institutions in the country blah blah they get there they go for x-rays you can imagine the x-ray was just and it was a nightmare my arm they would take it out this way mm. that way this way A second arm this way that way still no more you know anything <sighs> at this point i was di- I, there i was actually in and out of consciousness yeah, yeah, there, there i was know. in and out of consciousness this girl was just finishing me and she was saying like every time a scan would come up she would be like yo sure 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 that was a bad accident hey eh? and i'm asking her what are you seeing and she's yeah. like i can't tell you wait till wait for the doctor well, but you? you don't
1: give me any reaction exactly there. you
0: know what i mean so anyway, we go. I go. I get back into the casualty area, and the guy calls Simon, and I tell Simon that listen, um, you know, all the fragments, just all these fragments you're seeing here, that look like powder. Those are those are what's that's what's left of his bone. Um, it looks like powder. It looked like powder. It literally looked like dust. And he said to Simon that look, we can't fix this here. These, this is not a fracture. This can't be fixed at this hospital. And when he said that. I knew that this is a very, very serious situation, very serious. So I grew up in a, na- I grew up in a, in a community of doctors, being Ugandan. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, jeez. And um, yeah, I told Simon, listen, get on the phone, call my parents, and tell them to organize, tell them what's happened. You know, send me to either Eastern Cape or KZN. Mm. Yeah, we've got great orthodont, orth, orth, orthodontist orthopedic surgeon sorry orthodontist orthopedic surgeons mm. that could fix me fix my bones Ugandan guys um yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all that's yeah. all yeah. you that's, that's all you know that's if, all if, i was if, thinking <laughs> you know you know no offense to the doctors in Stellenbosch, but i'm like these guys no let's let's leave these guys let's let's send me home yeah and um someone is like okay he takes my phone and he's panicking as well hey eh? takes my phone okay cool he goes he comes back should i call your mom or your dad I'm like, and this is the first time your parents are hearing this of this, right? This is the first right? time my parents yeah. are hearing of this. So he goes, comes back. I'm like, actually, call my dad, then call Stella, my sister, and don't call my mom. Your call, big sister, yeah, my, my older sister. I'm like, call my dad first, then call, call call my sister. And he's like, okay, fine. tries to get through, tries to get through. Whatever happened, happened. He got through to my dad, got through to Stella. Yeah, let's just say you know, my sister flew in the following morning, etc. They transferred me from there, brought me to Cape Town's Medi Clinic um and i thought i'd get there and straight surgery right yeah no no sat here i sat in bush media Clinic for at least a week before surgery actually took place the first surgery took place a week a week and what was the hold up they say first of all you need to plan around the surgery you can't just you need to find doctors they had to fly doctors in for my pelvis it wasn't just that these doctors on standby i didn't know that they were actually People that specialize in upper limb, you know. I, I honestly had no idea. Yeah. I, I, I was basically going into a completely new realm. Discovery is calling me, telling me, you know. I hope you know that the doctors you've chosen are not going to be are not are not going to be fully covered because of your cover. In my mind, I'm thinking to myself. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? You know. It's not yeah. like uh, any doctor can. So help I should. Me. So I should choose a Tom Dick and Jerry now. <laughs> like is that what you're telling me? Exactly. So unfortunately. um I medical aid was not going to cover everything. How much did they cover, percentage wise? Let's say seventy five. Seventy five percent. Seventy five. What is the total bill? Total bill was close to half a million. Five hundred K? Yeah, five hundred.
1: How many surgeries? Three. So you do your first surgery the um the week, week after? A week after. Mm-hmm. Wait a couple of days. So what was that surgery was for the pelvis? For the arms. Arms. Mm. Are you, are your
0: arms the ones that are powdered? That's the one that are part of the actual. The actual um, pelvis was like a clean break, so like the side, this entire this entire side just came off the pelvis, like it was a split. Yeah. So they put that one together, but this one they actually had to, um, you know, take out all the pieces that were there, and then put a, uh, they put a, they put a, a metal piece that actually pivots, mm-hmm. and they basically re they basically reattached the bones onto that thing to make it another functioning elbow type situation mm. And then this one was just a, was a normal pins putting in pins back to bring the bones back together and on this one I, on both of them I broke my radial heads the radial heads what allows your arms to actually t- twist like that yeah um, so this one was just a twisting a twisting situation this one I lost twisting and 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 bending so you can imagine the I actually had more physio than I did have surgery yeah yeah um physio is absolutely crucial at that no point. it's so crucial I mean I, I completely underestimated just how much I needed so I was in I was in physio till December so imagine from April April through throughout to, through to December I mean that's all I did and by December how mobile were you uh by December I was I was actually hundreds and my oh, nice I, I was I was I was good <laughs> by December I was good completely i mean completely is an understatement. is uh, completely would be an overstatement right. but the doctor told me it was going to take me a year to even get my range back to be using my arms and grabbing things and whatnot a year 12 months yeah within four months i was an abled body
1: that's know? that's amazing yeah. and and uh, do you still have the metal mm, no it's that's so that's therefore, permanent there for life, life so your bone doesn't grow back or anything like that it then? doesn't
0: well, it doesn't it's not how bones yeah. work apparently. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they do in most okay. cases. If okay. it was a fracture, okay. If it was a fracture, but because this is a shattered, was shattered, yeah, this actual uh, shattered bone. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of section with actual bone missing, from this mm. part and this part. So, stuff like arthritis and whatnot probably inevitable. Okay. Yeah. But you feel and now is,
1: is there any like uh, remnants of like pain that you feel oh, if you do definitely, something? definitely. Like where?
0: In okay, so this elbow. Yeah. A lot. Um. So I mean. If you look here, I mean this this is not normal. This mm-hmm. this pointy edge here is not normal. Um, okay. Yeah. This is, you know, my elbows just sort of look different. I feel. This yeah, one is, that one's yeah, pointy. Yeah. Here. This one's very protruding. So I've got metal from probably about from about there, that runs down here and hooks into hooks at in the back here. Mm. So this here, if I if I rest my yeah. elbow down like this. It is. It's. It's a. There's very thin skin here, so mm-hmm. it's like it's pressing against my skin. On your skin, yeah. So I feel that, and then my pelvis as well. Um, it's just sensitive. Like mm. I don't like sitting down anymore, mm. or when I'm lying down, like maybe at certain angles, preferably at certain angles. But if I sit at more than a 90 degree degree angle, it's just like the there's a there's a rod there's a plate that can stick out, and it just feels very uncomfortable. So <clears> I, I prefer standing. Mm. Um, when it's gonna rain, I generally feel it in this arm even this one but this one most this one is most sensitive to what is it with rain weather. and and joints i don't actually understand what it is but you just know you just feel this like very weird feeling inside you so it's you're basically a rainmaker now you can <laughs> <laughs> gonna, guys you call can. me guys text me to double check when <laughs> when they're planning a, an outdoor activity they're like, JJ, how's the weather looking tomorrow well, i'm like i know thumbs up <laughs> yeah we're good oh damn. yeah
1: and and you don't have a limp So like when you told me that story, I was so shocked that this person who broke so much uh, just seems normal to me. So
0: get this, when I went into surgery for my pelvis, you know, you get get a bit of time to talk to the doctor before Mm. you pass out, and I told him, I've got a very high profile job, I can't afford to limp. Um and he asked me what do you do and I told him I I manage your retirement fund. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> your retirement <laughs> fund. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean it was a stellar job. It was a stellar job. I I I actually I genuinely believe that I had the best guys in the country who actually worked on me. Yeah, I, I do too. yeah When I went to physio everyone was like, "Wow, if we get a if we get a client, we if we get a patient from um Duncan, Magu- Doctor Duncan Maguire. We know that it was a very situ- serious situation, mm. but we also know that it's a very good job done. Yeah. yeah. So That's where was always- he called in from? So so Maguire's here. He's based in Cape Town. Okay. Um, he's the one that did my 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 limbs, mm. and then the guy from Joburg Unfortunately, I probably obviously met him on the day he did my surgery, but I don't remember a thing. Okay. And he flew back, and I've never seen him since. Mm. So I actually don't know the guy who flew in to do my pelvis, but shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. Shout out to him. Now I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're
1: good now. And you know. um, in terms of uh, so the payment for the rest of the
0: yeah, best we all know where my bonus went for that day. <laughs> <laughs> that bonus came in handy. Came in handy. <laughs> came in clutch. Came in handy. And funny enough, I actually paid over and above that. So, mm. um, luckily, there's a thing on medical aid called PMB, prescribed mm-hmm. minimum benefit. If the doctors can prove that you were either going to have died or you would have loss of limb, then m- medical aid is is oblig obligated obliged, yeah yeah. they are ob- obliged to pay in full okay. so they've paid they paid in full for oh, well after this pmb story they've paid they then reimbursed for most for a lot of things especially got to do with my limbs because they were like my limbs otherwise would have been cut off and i not got that expensive help that i got mm. and then mm. there are a few other things that i had to just settle myself yeah
1: Whew. yeah and uh any so what? What are the lessons have you realized, like from this whole experience?
0: The reality is that if that hadn't happened to me, mm. I probably wouldn't be moving to Kenya to start my own company right now.
1: So how how so how did how did that tie into uh, into each other?
0: So I conceived the idea of starting my own company. I mean, I've always wanted to run my own business, but I just didn't know what. Yeah. And when I went to Kenya, I knew that that's where I wanted to run a business from because I saw the economy, I saw the market, I saw the people, I saw the culture, etc but actually getting up to do it unless you understand what time is and what life is you have an appreciation for it and just how fickle it actually is you don't you can kick the can down the road every january every december just thinking okay next year next year next year putting things off putting things off putting things off and we're young and we yeah. live in such a great time if you think about if you think about all the centuries that have ever uh, the centuries that have come before us, as a black man mm. in Africa or anywhere else, this is literally the best time to ever be alive, right? And it's yeah. only, get, and hopefully it's going to get better, right? Yeah. But we are very lucky that we live in a time where we can decide we want to go there to do this, we want to go here to do that, and we live. Oh, yeah, some of us live. Uh, we've been privileged to have a very nice life. You yeah, know? and it's very easy to just get lazy and think. I'm going to stay here, get paid. Go and through the motions. Yeah. Man. Go party on the weekends and, and repeats. So, and repeats every yeah. week, every 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 week, every month, every year. It's so easy. But when something like that happens to you, I mean my, my, my framework of my departure point was thinking, imagine if I had this accident in East Africa. Nobody was gonna come and look yeah. for me. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was gonna come and look for me. If I had this accident in East Africa, even if there are doctors who could have helped me in East Africa, access to them would have been a problem. Mm. Um, I mean, there's there's, there's a litany of reasons I can give you as to why it's worth giving your, it's worth sacrificing short-term comforts to go to a country that you truly believe has the potential and say, I'm going to be the pioneer to make sure that people they understand that private health care like this can be available to everyone you know the luxury of, of 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 getting on a mountain bike and exploring some of the great landscapes in East Africa should and be East Africa's East Africa's amazing ab- I mean there's an abundance of beauty you can't even you can't even see it all in one holiday it's just not yeah, possible you yeah know? I haven't been there yeah. but I know yeah I mean I- over a lifetime there's so many yeah. people there who just can't see everything who haven't seen everything. Mm. You know? And there's just no reason why we, we don't we don't go and be the pioneers of people. And it's our job don't. to do that. It is. You know what I mean? It literally is. It really is, yeah. It literally is. I would rather I'd honestly just rather die being that guy that's remembered for XYZ as opposed to that guy who just had this nice cushy life living in the suburbs with two point one. You children. won't be remembered. In other words They won't be remembered at, <laughs> all. Remember at all. Yeah. You just I'd be I'd be somewhere in the pecking order of of people within my my family group but yeah now, so that's 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 what the accident's done for me it's 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 a proper wake up call that's a hell of it's a wake a, up yeah, call it's a proper wake up call and also maybe you know don't mic <laughs> <laughs> especially when you've got kids yeah <laughs> yeah it's probably not recommend yeah let's put it this way I mean I don't I, I don't have anything against the sport I just think that people must go into it understanding exactly what they're doing um there's actually almost no room for error. I I've been cycling since I was like eight, nine yeah. on hills in the Eastern Cape and whatnot, but I mean I I just never imagined that you could uh, you could you could acquire such injuries from from that sport. Never, never ever did it occur to me that I could be that badly injured. Never, ever, never. And if I had known, or if I c- if I had imagined it, I I don't think I would have taken as Many risks as I did. Mm. And, and and unfortunately, riding is one of those things where the more you do it, the better you become at it. And therefore, the more risky things you do. Yeah, yeah. the more risky things you do. just yeah. like driving. Exactly. Yeah. Just like yeah. driving. The so. better driver you yeah. are, <laughs> you're going to take that <laughs> turn. Like you take, yeah. yeah. You, you tend to push the car to its limits. And unfortunately, there is a point where there's a tipping point and it's usually very ugly. So I'm very fortunate to have all my limbs, all my legs, I mean, all my limbs and my mind. Um, Brain damage is a real thing as well. I could have poked my eyes out. You know. I mean, so many things could have happened. I mean, there was a, there's an injury I got, just a scratch. Yeah. Not a scratch, but a, like I, I pierced my skin significantly on, or around my ribs. Mm. And the doctor was like, you could have punctured your lung
1: easily. Easily. And at that point, yeah. with the amount of time you were down there. Exactly.
0: I mean, luck. and what I did when I was in hospital, I read significantly about other people that have been injured. On that very mountain. I mean, two weeks after me, a girl died. Two weeks after that, um, someone came out paraplegic. I mean, there are so many stories. Yonkers hook, Yonkers hook, Yonkers hook. Eh, hel- helicopter lifting people out, out of uh, first waterfall, second waterfall. It's really bad. Some people decide to go take a swim and they just slip and fall.
1: I mean, I saw a video of, of, uh, of an American chick who, I don't know if you've seen it, but she, she was hiking with her friends. And then there was a little waterfall. On there. Mm. on there and then uh, she like wanted to just look look over it just to see what was happening she didn't realize there was a little you know how there's like what a little bit of water flowing through it and then there's a bit of algae mm. so it's a bit slippery. Yeah, slippery so she, she stands on it and then she slips and then she had a Gopro on her oh. on her chest so, so she, she released everything. she actually released the video of her falling and yeah so it's you see the falling then you see she screams at first and then silence. I think she, maybe she passed out. I don't know. Did she make it? Yeah, she made it. Yeah, yeah. She, but she broke ribs and oh, yeah. all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she fell into the woods and then, then she got pulled out by her. Luckily, she was with people, so they saw it happen instantly. Went down, pulled her out. She didn't drown, luckily. But, yeah, like, Jeez. stuff like that happens, like you're saying.
0: Yeah. And another thing is that the what the doctor said to me. Yeah. Your physical fitness is so important. So... Even though I had all those injuries, broken bones, blah blah blah, mm. I didn't tear a single muscle. Damn. And it's like that's one thing that happens to most people. You come in, yes, we can fix your bones, but your muscles have to repair themselves. And I didn't shed a single, I didn't shred a single muscle purely because. And I mean, I started uh, pumping iron when I was in, I was fifteen, sixteen, mm. and I mean, it's 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 it, it's it's heavy stuff. I mean, you're lifting, you're doing it daily, you know, six days a week um you're taking on protein supplements etc yeah. and when i started working i didn't have time for as much time for it but your body's built to a certain point mm. and it helped me on that day without realizing it paid off it. it paid off all those years paid off i lost it all <laughs> <laughs> i lost 12 kilograms in one month 12 Oof. kilograms in one month and the doctor was like most of that's your muscle mass mm. yeah your muscle mass is gone you're just lying in one because you're not yeah you're not using yeah I mean, you can imagine, I couldn't brush my teeth. I couldn't rub my eyes. Forget. Well, were people for, doing for, that for you? Forget going to the toilet. I mean, that was a privilege. And an itch? Nothing. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. My arms were This one was in a... Uh, this, was a or this right arm was in a complete cast. And then this one was in a, in a sling. I couldn't do anything. So itches, everything. Scratching, brushing teeth, feeding. That's Going horrendous. to the toilet. Everything. I had to do it from my bed. And um, other people had to do it for me. Until, yeah. I mean, I eventually, I got very stubborn, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get into a As shower. A dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm getting in a shower by myself." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Okay, and then what? How are you how are you gonna do anything in there?" But figured out. I just, I was just. Eventually, you just you just can't get sick of it. Yeah, you get sick of it. Look, man, it.
1: I'm I'm glad you made it out, bro. Like straight up, I I remember when you told me that story. I was I was in shock because if someone had told me that this dude standing here had yeah. this happen to him i wouldn't have like you can't guess it no yeah. because i would expect a limp or a l- like yeah. something something but something. hey i'm glad bro yeah. like straight up yeah. And and you're living to tell the story and a lot of people will be inspired or be helped by it and friend away from mountain biking
0: <laughs> funny enough i'm actually planning on starting a cycling club in nairobi great yeah (laughs) let's see how that pans out (laughs) prime circle will have a medical practitioner on site by the way Um, that's big Yeah, that's big
1: prime circle covering all angles just like a (laughs) circle does (laughs) 360 degrees 360 all right man uh thank you so much uh for telling your story Mm. and i'm hoping I'm, i'm pretty sure it'll inspire some people and uh, hopefully. hopefully they don't have to go through what you went through to then, uh, you know, realize the dream that, you, that you're that you going to be living right. very soon. Right, So thanks so much for joining and uh, sharing your story.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, any socials? I remember last time you said uh, Prime Circle underscore Africa. That's yeah, your Instagram. Yeah, so prime,
0: prime Circle underscore Africa. Do you have
1: a personal Instagram? I don't. Oh, you don't? I don't. Okay,
0: okay. I don't. All right, yeah. cool. If I had one, it, I probably would have been you know it would have been easier to help prime circles but yeah yeah but i'm i'm outsourced i'm going to outsource all the all the social, social stuff all the social is there stuff. a reason why you're not on instagram to be honest i've just i'm just not inclined that way hey? okay yeah okay fair I, enough yeah i was probably I, either i am a nerd or i was a nerd okay but even maybe i'm sure even nerds have, but, I have, have instagram right yeah i'm, I'm a nerd <laughs> I do. <laughs> but also
1: i need people to listen to my podcast
0: oh, so really?
1: that's if you see my instagram it's literally okay. a lot of my <laughs> podcast stuff because okay. i need people to listen to it so yeah
0: you know? yeah. look, I'm a, I'm a very social guy. Um, I'm very outgoing, but my strength is one-on-one interactions. Not so much, like, I'm not like a social media person, like, that chat, makes sense. chatting and, like, usually when I text people, it's, like, straight to the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I remember, I probably should have said, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. So, my social gestures are not great, but, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, like, you know, face-to-face. One-on-one. One-on-one.
1: Fair enough. I, I, can, I can attest to that. <laughs>
0: for sure. All right. Uh, so,
1: uh, okay. Thank you so much for joining me. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel, both on uh, Instagram. Or follow, on Insta- follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube, our channel, uh, Amateur Opinions. You can catch us there. And, uh, yeah. I'll catch you all next week. Uh, my personal Instagram is Magic Deuce. You already know. And uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And all the best uh, on your new venture and staying healthy. Yeah. Thank you. All right. These are amateur opinions. If you dig, uh, you can uh, take them. If you don't, you can leave them. Peace.